0: hello there welcome back to chat shit get fit chat my pts this is a series where we chat with health and fitness professionals from a wide range of backgrounds about a wide range of topics this week we are joined by ginge now going as wayne as we do discuss in the podcast and amber and together they make up ginger fitness couple and yes they are ginger and yes they are a couple they are both serving in the British Army with a current combined service of 35 years so a long long time and they've seen it all. They've seen all the numerous changes over the years in terms of physical development in the forces so naturally we do talk about that of course without getting them into any real trouble. We also unpack how they both ended up doing CrossFit which leads us to talk about British Army Warrior Fitness and Sapper Warrior Fitness. Now if you aren't aware what British Army Warrior Fitness or BORF is it's essentially the Army's current training system made competitive. It's basically CrossFit minus some of the super technical stuff. You've then got Sapper Warrior Fitness, which is basically a committee for that sport in the Corps of Royal Engineers, which is what I was part of when I was still serving. So we talk about how that's advancing or potentially lack of advancing, especially if we do compare it to our friends across the pond in US Army Warrior Fitness. Now I just want to quickly mention the Sapper Games before we start because we talk about it in the podcast but don't really give much background into what it is so for context so you're not like what the fuck is going on when we talk about it. The Sapper Games is an annual sporting competition for the Royal Engineers in the British Army and it's where all the units in the Engineers come together and compete across a wide range of sports. We of course talk about the Sapper Warrior Fitness portion of that event which was across two days. Basically a mini CrossFit Games and Ginge was the head judge for that. Oh, and there's also Love in the Air, as we discuss how these two came to be, and one of them comes out of this a little bit better, I'll say. <laughs> right, enough from me. Let's get into this week's episode. Good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? Good evening. Oh, very well. We're. Oh, I've got all these voices. Well, wow. we are absolutely packed in this uh, studio this tonight. We've got four people in the studio, including two guests. Welcome to our guests. How are you? Does that include us as well? Well, oh, yeah. obviously it includes us. We're I'm just going to say though. in
1: case like there's something I don't know, there's someone <laughs> no, else in the room with you.
0: No, we're definitely here every week. Now there's still... well, there's actually two people in the same room with our guests, isn't there? Uh, we've got Ginger and Amber. yeah. Who are
2: actually
0: who are actually sitting next to each other during this podcast, aren't you?
3: We sure are. Pretty close as well.
0: We yeah. are. Very close, I know, very close, yeah.
1: And just to clarify, uh, so Ginge, is that, is that on the birth certificate? <laughs> <or>?
2: <laughs> no, not on the birth certificate, <laughs> but taken on from birth no. because my real name's terrible. So oh, what, is your, what is your real name, Ginge? I don't I don't know. Know. We all knew <laughs> that was coming, hey. Hell, didn't
0: we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wayne, oh. Wayne's my real name. Wayne. Stuff was nothing wrong with Wayne, is there? You've got, you got Batman, Bruce Wayne, he's a pretty strong yeah. guy. Very true. John Wayne. John Wayne, yeah, we've got some, some strong Waynes out there. A, there's a shit. I think you should own it. After this podcast, I think you should get rid of Ginge, own it. <laughs> For 22 years, I've been called we just change yeah. it now. Change it now because we've set up the podcast. Yeah, right. John Wayne uh,
1: Gacy. <laughs> he's a
0: serial killer, but yeah, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll gloss over that. We'll move that on. <laughs> Abba's, Abba's face is all there. So right. We'll, uh, we'll get into the episode. So... I'm not sure how much exposure you've had to our podcast, but we like to start every chat with PCs exactly the same. Uh, we like to establish our guests' top three gym pet peeves because there's two of you. We'll change up a little bit. What we're going to do is we're going to make it a bit competitive almost. Okay, so we're going to get your very best, well, I say best technique, it's your worst, isn't it? The worst thing you hate in the gym, in a gym environment, fitness environment, health environment. And then we're going to rank it using our ranking scale, which is Tom's going to come on to. And then my idea is, now I'm not trying to cause domestic here, so uh, everyone, everyone relax, uh, but essentially whoever wins this, there's got to be some sort of forfeit, isn't there? So I don't know who wants to clean the barbells. Who Always. Who wants to clean all the chalk up. Yeah. Who wants to do the dishes. I mean, we can, we can make these things happen. I'd love to see, I'd love to see it happen. over losers. Before we get into that, Tom, how are we going to rank this this week?
1: Oh, we're going with the old classic, aren't we? We're all going oh, to go God, with the RPC scale. All oh, right, Okay. We're Brow going yourselves. with the RPC scale, Bill. <laughs> right, so, yeah. uh, you know, for <laughs> anyone that's kind of into fitness, they might know what the RPE scale is, which is rate of perceived exertion. So on a scale 1 to 10, basically how difficult you find an exercise on his podcast, when we're judging our pet peeves, we go for the RPC scale, which is the rate of perceived country. <laughs> yep. So basically how terrible we're finding something. So I don't know, like um, someone leaving a load of plates on the barbell is like, that's, that's, a, solid, that's a solid 10, isn't it, Bill?
0: Mm, yeah. You know, a solid eight,
1: yeah. 10. Yeah. Okay. Or someone like asking to borrow your chalk during mid set. That's like a low, low, low three, I'd say, for me. And that's how we basically, you know, on a scale of one to 10, basically.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. Someone
1: coming in with like a gun in the gym, that would oh, be God. quite high up there. <laughs> that's quite what uncouth. The etiquette just isn't there.
3: Yeah. You know.
0: Mm. We could be here all night. Um, what would we we'll do? Who wants to go first?
3: Oh, I'll go first. Uh, the... Yeah. <laughs> go on then. Okay. So, okay. No mine pressure. personally is. If you're in charge of the speaker in a gym and you play awful music, then that is one of my pet peeves, especially in the CrossFit society. Obviously, if we're doing heavy lifting, I do not want to be listening to Taylor Swift or Frank Sinatra during that. So yes, that is probably up there with one of my most annoying things in the gym.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, music is subjective, but I think if you're doing a big workout... But then saying that, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. Whenever whenever I'm doing like a really hard workout, I sometimes forget the music's even playing. I don't even yeah, hear it half the time.
3: Yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter, but for everything else, I just yeah, think it, else, at so least should yeah. have some sort of BPM and not yeah, yeah a certain high-pitched noise.
1: Do you know what? I've only ever been in like one little spit and sawdust gym where they got to play whatever they want. And it was pretty cool because they had like, obviously they didn't give a fuck about like licensing, etc. So they was playing Metallica, they was playing Pantera, all my favourites, you know. They was playing just like heavy metal in general, which was great for me. But I work in a commercial gym now and with most commercial gyms, it's almost like it's a prerequisite that they play the most awful music possible.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Is that because they're not willing to pay for the licence though?
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, not willing what? to pay for the life
0: I'm, I'm. They probably can't afford it. Can I know if they have, what Was it four pound a month membership? Some of these commercial gyms ridiculous. Isn't it? It's so cheap, isn't it? Like, you paid nothing, do you? But but you
1: know what? Like I think this actually extends beyond the gym. To be honest with you, It's, uh, <laughs> right. it's that old meme, isn't there? Like when someone gets the AUX cable and it's like a big bit of responsibility, mm. you what? know. And uh, especially like if you're driving with someone. So now I'm going way well off topic with the gym here, but it just it annoys me in general when people just select shit music in general. Um, one second. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm having to whisper because my partner is in the next room, and I'm about to talk <laughs> about her because oh I had God. a four hour drive back from York yesterday. And I swear she had the same ten songs on her playlist the whole journey <laughs> back, what, what? and I wanted to fucking crash the car on purpose. <laughs> it oh was God. that bad. So this gets a solid ten from me, just because it's still fresh in my head.
0: Oh God, bloody hell! God, I've you about- never you've tricked Want so. to
1: hear? Fucking! I, I never want to hear Frankie Valley again.
0: <laughs> is all I'll say. <laughs> well, wow. uh, I don't think we're going to go as high as ten, but uh, Tom's absolutely erupted there. Where we? Uh, I don't know. I think it's. I think it's high up there, isn't it? I- the way you put it, I, yeah, I don't really want to be doing a, a 1RM snatch to Taylor Swift, that's for sure, I think. <laughs> but then, I mean, I, I, I can what's, train in what,
1: silence.
0: Well, I, I can train in silence. But, I mean, I've trained in silence numerous times, but it doesn't really bother me too much. Uh, just no, no music at all. I think I'm gonna for give, I'll give it I'll give it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, I think it's good training, is it? No external stimulus, no external motivation, just me and my own, my own thoughts trying to get through mean Fran or something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a seven, Amber.
2: Seven yeah because it's still you important god, you guys are shot out the are going oh no you <laughs> um, absolutely fuming god you got to bring it back here I feel like I've already lost now I don't even need to tell you what mine is but anyway so I guess mine's um, you've probably heard it before people squatting in the squat uh wrong bicep curling in the squat rack everyone hates that but so when we train at Blandford here every now and again there's only two full squat racks uh, and nine times out of ten you go in one's 100% always being used And then sometimes there's already someone else in the other squat rack as well. Now, I'm I'm content if people are in there. And I'll say if they're squatting, that's fine. If they're shoulder pressing, do you know what? I can deal with that as well. Shoulder pressing or jerking, I'm happy with that. But when you've got the safety bars out and got a 30-kilo barbell sat on the safety bars, and then you're picking the barbell off the safety bars to put it onto the floor to do power snatches, like that for me is next level ridiculous you taking a squat rack when there's a lifting platform right there to do a power snatch like mate come on have a day off so yeah for me like use the equipment as it's intended if it's a squat rack squat if not get on the floor
0: yeah, I think this this is a malt. This is the uh, this has got you know numerous partners, isn't oh, You've got yeah. If we, we can go back to the basics of times of barrier. If you've only got an hour to train ginger, you go in there. And you've got to wait half an hour for someone to finish their power snatching in the wrong, the wrong apparatus. Mm. You know, it's a it's a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? So I think. Unless you should routine up, mate. You have to start with a metcon instead of a strength. Oh, oh, that throws everything off today. Yeah, that's a game changer. That definitely messes things mm. up. I, d- oh, I don't know, Tom, Tom. What are you thinking? You, you look like deep in thought, mate. Uh, I-
1: yeah, I, I don't want to repeat myself, but once again, that is a very, very high one. So the thing is, <laughs> like, uh, I, I currently I have the privilege of working in a gym where there's three squat racks, but they're double-sided. So technically, you've got you know, six squat racks, realistically, and we've got barbells for each side as well. But I do remember the days where I, used to, where I used to go to a gym where there was like maybe one squat rack, and you just have that one twat in there doing curls with a, yeah, exactly that, a 30 kilo barbell. When well, you know that there's 30 kilo fixed barbells in a commercial gym anyway, just around the other side of the room, and they can fucking mince around in the mirror all they want then with their bicep curls. So yeah, to take up a whole squat rack for that is extremely frustrating. Yeah. um I mean, I'd say like, Joe, you know, like, like you said, like, if someone's doing overhead press, and I've got to defend this because I do it myself, um, but you know, doing stuff like overhead press and a squat rack is, is fine if it's relatively heavy. Do you know what I mean? But, when someone does anything which they could do anywhere else, but it's in the squat rack, it does
2: frustrate me. Yeah, if we power clean the barbell up, then I feel like I'd do anything from the floor. Like, not yeah. that
3: I want to help your score, but even when we went in and they were doing pull-ups in a squat rack when there are other pull-ups. Yes,
1: are... right. So that is exactly the point I was about to make. Um we've just we, we had like a rig, like a big uh, we called it our functional rig. It's like one big monkey bar section in our gym, basically. And it was great because everyone's do their pull-ups on there, their muscle ups, their everything on there right and it's just recently been taken down so now no one's got anywhere to do their pull-ups except for in the squat racks and there's today's the first time I've properly noticed how much of a dramatic impact having that rig taken down has had on us because today I couldn't do anything without some fucker like coming up next to me and doing like pull-ups and chin-ups and muscle-ups and (sighs) I wouldn't mind as much if it was empty but it's like come on I'm trying to do some complex things here and you're just in the way yeah, so do you know what? I'm so glad to overtake George Ginge. That's like <laughs> that's that. Right. Yeah, I
0: was adding to
3: yours, but I'll take that one as well. Then
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're right. Oh God, that's that's going up. That's going up. Yeah, God, you have both set Tom off there. That's some some big scores there. I think you uh, know what. Uh, that, it's been a difficult week. I can tell, Tom. Buddy, is that two tens for me then? Yeah. Two mm,
1: tens. No, a lot of pressure on me. it will be the first two tens I've had, actually.
0: This is on you, Bill. It's on oh, me yeah, then, isn't it? it? Oh,
2: no dear. Bill, but... no, I tell you what, mate, genuinely, I don't want to be cleaning anything, pal. <laughs> I don't want to be cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Ginger's terrified. Join us, there's Bill. Join the lot, hate.
0: There's a lot of power in my hands, isn't there? I mean, oh, where would I go there? I can tell the, the suspense is building. I feel like I'm going to have to edit in some really, like, suspenseful music, like, to really get get the listeners <laughs> thinking, oh, my God, where's he going with this? Who's going to be doing the dishes for the next, you know, fortnight? Um, I mean I've got to go back to my earlier comment of the music thing doesn't bother me too much so I feel like I'm probably going to have to f- even though that the one you said is not the end of the world I'm going to probably say yeah eight for that mm-hmm. one yeah
2: eight oh, so yeah. Uh, we've got a we've got a winner we've got a winner a winner. Uh, is victorious I, probably, I won't I won't exploit my my <laughs> winnings in any way at all no no <laughs> well I'll, we'll keep you updated on this um, could, <laughs> could cause domestic
0: we're, we'll find out Good <laughs> kick off Pet peeve chaos out of the way. What we're gonna do now, guys? We're gonna move on to the next part of the show, so we're gonna explore you two a little bit further. Okay, so what we'll do is we we'll first re- we we'll rewind. For our li- I'm, I, I probably did say this in the intro, which has not been recorded yet. But you two are both in the military, if I'm right. In saying that? I'm pretty sure, Amber, you are as aren't you? Yes. Um, I so what I want to kind of know is if we look at like we've we kind of touched on crossover a little bit there. When did you two? sort of get involved in that type of training so if we look at your social media profile which we are going to talk about later on it's clear that you both do CrossFit so I kind of know when did you get into that because you've been in the army quite a long time both of you I imagine and it's changed quite a lot PT in the army so it wouldn't have been the sort of thing you would have traditionally done so at what stage basically is what I'm saying is what stage do you sort of dive into CrossFit
2: so I'll go first so um, like in all honesty although I've been in the army since I was like 16 which is some yeah. time now um, <laughs> I didn't really like PT was uh, Tuesday you go for a run, Thursday you go for a run, Friday would be, uh, you know, green pin tea, tab- run, be the cycle forever, <laughs> like there was yeah. nothing else, so in terms of fitness, I wasn't really like that motivated or driven to go and do my own stuff, um, and then I went to Afghanistan in 2010, and that was really the first time I actually, not properly, but yeah, properly took it, he stepped into the gym and started doing stuff. And that was more bodybuilding sort of as opposed to anything else. It was like going and do the old bro seshes. you know. And I, it worked. Like I, got, I looked great when I came back from Afghan and it was brilliant. And then I went back again, but I just I couldn't face doing the same set. So I got involved with a couple of lads that were just doing a bit of functional fitness, did a bit of reading about what's this CrossFit market. And in fact, the first time I saw a CrossFit workout when I was doing a bro session, it was on the wall and I think it was Nancy. And I looked at him and I was like, why would anyone want to do a four hundred meter run and then do some pull-ups yeah. on this like, That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then literally six months later, there I am literally drinking the CrossFit Kool-Aid thinking this is the best thing <laughs> for stuff, bro. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. me, twenty thirteen and I haven't looked back since kind of thing. <clears throat> Quite a long time then, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Amber?
3: Oh I'm I'd still class myself as a bit of a newbie, really. Um okay. I did double, but I had no structure. Um but genuinely three years ago I think it probably is now that I started um so yeah it's it's been a bit of a journey well quite intense for me really but I think that's because he's obviously got all the experience he was the one that sold it to me I never really had anyone any of my friends anyone I hung about with that was into it so like I said I I hadn't really heard of it I'd seen certain workouts but I didn't really know what it was about so yeah, three years I've been involved now.
0: Oh, okay, what did you do before that? Were you kind of active? I mean, obviously the army would have probably forced you to do uh, some sort of.
3: Yeah, I was more of like a sports, sportswoman, oh, okay. if that's mm. the thing. Um, mm. I'm very into my football. I play rugby. Any other sport that will get me time off work, that would be me. So <laughs> that would take up the majority of my time. And if I did go to the gym, it would be very unstructured sessions, and I would just tag along with someone and just copy what they did. So. Yeah, it was mainly sports, um, and I tried to run, but no one likes running, do they? So.
0: Basically, a proper tracksuit soldier, is what you're telling me, Amber.
3: Yeah, of course, a tra- tracksuit soldier. It, it, track
0: that is God the God first yeah.
1: I've heard that, Bill. <laughs> that,
0: uh, you've, heard that, you've heard that before, no? Surely you I've must have heard that have never heard before. of a tracksuit soldier. You never heard of that? Oh, God, you no. get, Oh, God. It's, you must, it's, I mean, there's some people, I mean, you must know some, like They've been in the army like 15 yeah, years, oh, still, yeah. like, still a sapper, but they've been doing it for... Well, <laughs> it's because now, been doing now, sports now that over you've said it, yeah.
1: it, I can definitely picture people in my head... But yeah, it's a first for me. Here, Literally,
0: there? playing football their entire career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of, how long have you been in Amber?
3: Uh, 13 years.
0: Okay, so you've both, yeah, both been in for quite a long time. So, Ginger, what was it, 22, did you say? 22, yeah, just over, yeah. Bloody hell, wow. A long time, yeah. So, what would you? Well, obviously, we're gonna. I'm not sure how much you want to want to say here, so you don't get in trouble. But I mean, but in the news recently, one of the an army P.T.I. went rogue, didn't he? And just started like slandering the army, didn't he? So at the moment, it looks like uh, well, you know, <laughs> safety's I don't know off. Was safety's bring off. That up. Yeah, can uh, bring up, <laughs> mate. Safe, safety's off. Apparently, you do what you want. There um,
1: goes my secret question.
0: I was told it going to be. Um, basically, what do you guys think about the army's direction in terms of fitness? I mean, you've obviously seen it change quite a lot. Do you think it's going in the right direction, specifically sporting-wise as well, with like British Army Warrior Fitness and stuff?
2: Yeah. So. I'm probably best I'd say best place to, to talk about this really in terms of I've, I've just literally finished at Jib today which is obviously a training establishment and the, the change they've made in the last sort of five years at that place is unreal um, all of the training they do now is geared around ensuring strength and their, conditioning yeah strength and conditioning mm-hmm. sure they're fit enough to do the job they're doing and you know they're expected to go and lift heavy bridge panels move uh, heavy bits of kit like over decent distance so previously when there was just we go back to running and tabbing and you know being that cardiovascular fit you get them on the bridge site to move a bridge and you know people getting injuries for no reason and I think the army clocked onto this and decided you know what we need to restructure this and have a look at it and honestly if you're a runner yeah it sucks like they're probably going to give you a completely different answer to me they probably don't want to do this type of training like if you're into the gym and functional fitness then like it's a hundred percent. It's done a, a full one eighty. Could it go could it go further? Yeah, a hundred percent. It always could. But you know, finally the tables have slightly turned, it's moving in the right direction. Um and I'm sure we'll talk about Borf in a bit, but that for me is also another another game changer which um mm. the army's brought in as well.
0: I don't think you can really argue against the direction it's going, can you really? I mean, even though you said a runner will give you a different answer. I mean, I don't if you look at specifically what soldiers need to do across the board. It's not just running for 10 yeah, miles. I mean, I don't, and
2: if you were still in bit I'm sure you'd probably enjoy delivering PT more now, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, the worst thing, I, I used to hate taking people for long tabs and runs. It used to just be, it's, it's, one, it was just boring and it just it just felt like no one, was really, no one was really engaged with it either. Whereas when you took like a proper session where it was a good mixed modality, kind of cross-it style stuff, people used to love it and they'd be like, oh my yeah. God, that was mental. Um, and it got more engagement out of uh, everyone involved. So yeah. What, what about you, Amber? How have you found the changes? Have you enjoyed it?
3: Yeah, again, I think... Looking as well from like a senior's perspective, seeing hmm. the juniors, I, and especially because I'm Remy, and obviously there's that banter between Royal Engineers, which gingers <laughs> and Remy, we're all yeah. sort of fat, lazy, don't do anything. Um, there, It was a case of a lot of people would avoid PT because they didn't like the sort of training that we were doing. Um, but now I think with the variety, we do get a lot more numbers and I do hear a lot more um, compliments of, and obviously not, I don't take the training, but about how how they have enjoyed it and how they do find it a little bit more beneficial. So, yeah, I think that is good as well because no one likes to be dreading coming into work on a Wednesday knowing you're doing an eight-mile run. And, yeah, so definitely the right direction.
2: It's exactly the same as if you've got a client on a training program they don't want to be on. You know, they'll find every excuse not to do it and won't enjoy it. And yes. Well, yeah, in, in this... And that world, they just won't
0: pay you, simple as that. No, <laughs> well, no, obviously, yeah. it's different in military but oh, in oh, real doesn't program yeah. crap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly, how, isn't it? So um what would you guys say as well? So we I've sort of briefly touched on someone kicking off about the uh, the army's sort of um acceptance of certain things. We won't go too much into it, but there has been grumblers I've heard of basically that the army's got soft in terms of activity. Obviously, you're, you due you to know to be in for the length you've been in the whole thrashing mentality. That's obviously disappeared more now. But then there's people arguing saying that we now have getting less resilient soldiers. Soldiers who aren't as robust, and um, they're saying that people coming through from training are soft. They can't handle things. I mean, what's been your sort of uh, view on that?
2: And me? <laughs> oh, that's that smiles at all? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but I, I, I honestly remember as a 17 year old lad, my section commander at the time called Williams. His name was basically telling the whole section that uh, use a lot of shit if you joined up when i joined up like there's no way you get through the training blah 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 mm. and i honest genuinely genuinely believe that that reiteration was probably said to him and to his dad who was in and to his granddad you know in the 1920s like genuinely, everyone thinks that they had it harder mm. Mm. and you know we're we're in an environment where we're a direct reflection of society we still have to recruit individuals and if we can't get people through the door then you know, we, we won't be an organise, organisation at all anymore, so I understand the need to change um, and I understand why we would change, so yeah, it, it is what it is we can only argue how resilient people will be, I guess, if we if we go to another conflict anytime soon. Yeah, people, that's it that's the generation that it. went to Afghan weren't good enough to do it and they went out and absolutely nailed the job, so yeah, it'll be interesting.
3: Mm. But maybe not on a fitness perspective, but in the general perspective of work that I've seen of people coming through, a lot of the guys and girls now have got what I call an attitude problem. It's like they haven't been told or they haven't been taught any discipline from the start. So that's where I think that they they do need to change. I know you say it's a direct reflection of sight. We do need to kind of accommodate certain individuals, but surely there's a line at the end of the day, we are a British army that could potentially go to war. So... You do need to get shouted at occasionally.
0: I think it's about to find that balance, isn't it? And I think yeah. the point that Ginger made there is important, is because nothing, there's no like active conflicts going on. Everyone's kind of a bit more chilled in that sense. Yeah. I think if something actually did happen, I think things would change pretty quickly, um, and it would probably mm. get a bit more intense. Because well, it would have to be, wouldn't it, if you're going to a war zone, you'd have to get more intense. Mm. Well, yeah, of like-
2: and that's what PDT is there to do, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. That, mm. that period, that window to build people up, ready to go. But, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what
0: are your thoughts, Tom? I know you've been quite vocal on this. Do you know, something you just said there
1: kind of resonates with me a fair bit, and that is like how everyone was saying like, oh, in the, you know, the early 2000s, like the noughties and even past the noughties, it was like, oh, the British Army at the moment, it's just the PlayStation generation. They're, you know, shit, they're lazy, et cetera. So this is the same generation that, you know, went back to Iraq, went to Afghanistan, you know. it's So I always find it unfair that, you know, the old and bold, so to speak, still call them like the PlayStation generation, et cetera. I mean, in regards to like I'm I'm glad that things have changed in regards to like the the curriculum, let's say, for the fitness in British Army, you know, in regards to moving more into a strength and conditioning aspect. I think one of the biggest things is people need to kind of like understand that at the end of the day, running is still there. That you you still run in the British Army, you still tab, you still run in fizz, you still tab in fizz. It's just that it's not a constant every single fucking day do you know i mean it's actually like a mixture now it's actually making you more resilient you know building tendons and building muscle you know actually building strength in your bones it's not just constantly running constantly fatiguing soldiers and increasing that risk of injury so when you're saying like uh, they on about like a you know the amount of injuries etc i mean i think we do actually have papers on this somewhere bill i think it was i think it might have been cic in Catterick where they was actually looking at the amount of injury rates Uh, i think it was yeah, like, strains etc they looked into and like how many recruits were just falling out due to injury I mean only time will tell I think to see if like the new rollout of strength and conditioning has had an effect on making our recruits more like resilient not just recruits but like troops in general do you know what I mean we've just got to kind of wait and see what happens in a few years and see if there's been a big difference in regards to making them more robust
0: Mm, yeah, I think time was telling that one.
1: But in regards, just one quick one, just because I, I am out and I can say whatever I want, I'm not going to name the name of the person he was talking about. That was mentioned in Daily Mail, but one <laughs> <an> absolute prick.
0: <laughs> oh no. dear, yeah. I want to know if you got briefed up. I really want to know what the half way happened after that. I just want to be like a fly mm-hmm. on the wall and see sort of. he
1: can come on here. We could brief him up on here. <laughs> I mean, you can do it,
0: Bill. I'm convinced he signed up because it. to have the audacity to do that, I mean, you've got to be signed off up it, surely.
1: Well. I think it's becoming common now for a lot of PTIs to kind of want to become that insta famous, you know, or, you know, maybe I'll get headhunted for Who Dares Wins, or at (laughs) worst, Love Island, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That kind of approach.
0: Mm. We could be all all day, we could be all day to that, could we? Um, Yeah. If we move this on before Tom and Raps again. So. Gin, you mentioned BORF a second ago, British Army Warrior Fitness. Those aren't aware, um, and it kind of links into what we just spoke about there um, about how I think I think you're right though. Every generation has always said they've had it harder, and I think it's like people don't like change, do they? So the moment something changes, people get a bit upset, and they get a bit kind of, especially in you know in the army where people it's a bit of an alpha culture almost isn't it, like I oh, you know I'm the bester, you know my my time was the hardest, your time you know you're pathetic, yeah, blah blah blah. Um, and obviously the PT Corps is ran by let's say older people. Um, if, you, if you looked at it, if you looked at it, but okay um, and they're obviously the ones in charge of delivery and I can find that I don't know we're, obviously we will talk about both now but have you found that the advancement of the sport British Army Warrior Fitness so essentially the Army's CrossFit we, we can't call it that obviously because they'll have heart attacks but you know the Army's version of CrossFit have you found that because of that reluctance to change and because of always looking back they've struggled to push the sport forward maybe as much as the Americans who have got like this massive US Army Warrior Fitness thing going on Mm. Um,
2: this is a a touchy (laughs) topic like I am genuinely super passionate about all things both in the British Army like Mm. I I think the way that's come in in the last sort of four or five years and taken off is just testament to the fact that everyone is actually doing that that sport outside of a military environment as well When, when it came in and it became competitive uh, which ultimately was it's a it's competitive version of the military training system like people got on board with that really quickly but as you know look at Dave Castro the games back in 2009 and if you look at what he did in just three years alone from the Raj right, and then moving up to the Coliseum you know he evolved it and, and it went big real real quick now I get I get we're doing it on a smaller scale but I just think every year we should be looking for marginal gains. How can we improve it? What did we do last year? Let's go and grab a handful of the athletes. Let's have a chat with them. What did you like? What didn't you like? How could we improve? Where can we be better? And you was there last year at the final, Bill. So I'm I'm sure if you were grabbed in, you've got your own points about it. And Actually, I was watching and supporting on the day. So I piped up and gave my opinion. Um, I just think, yeah, with like you've got the team series, which was fantastic this year. You know, three reds done really well. We came third um, in the final, and the team series has moved on from what it was. The individuals obviously were just about to roll into another first workouts out this week. You know, are we are we going to see a carbon copy of last year, or is it going to be those improvements we talked about? Is it going to be bigger? Is it better? Is it going to be a two day event? You know, we all said it needs to be two days. You can't cram all those workouts into a day. Can we have male masters in the final, female masters in the final? Can we just make it a bigger spectacle, bring more vendors down, get the crowds down, just make it a better day for the athletes? really? Um So that's arguably what we tried to do with Sapporo last week up in Carrick. We just tried to it, make it a spectacle and just showcase exactly what we're doing as a or what we're about as a committee and what we can offer.
0: Yeah, I feel like especially obviously I was part of that that committee stuff for a bit, and offering like from an outside point of view now, I feel like the Sapper Warrior Fitness. There's always been a discussion about how to make things bigger, kind of like, you know, national tours to other places and doing competitions and always there's always this really positive talk about driving it forward. But then when you look at it an army wide thing, so British Army Warrior Fitness, it doesn't seem to have that same drive almost like as you said is it going to be a carbon copy i mean so far it doesn't feel any different there's no i wouldn't say as much a buzz around it compared to last year do you year, think I it's falling into that
1: stagnantness of like the british army in general where it's like you know oh it's not broken so let's not fix it where like both is like the official you know physical fitness games of the army it's almost like they're they're afraid of getting the feedback and playing around with it almost
2: I, I do wonder if part of it's that I guess the other point is they do all have a, a full-time day job as well you know and I, me, me and Jace plan to run and organise a Sapper Games and I can tell you how much extra time that took but like it was ridiculous how, how much extra I put in so I understand if they're full-time as a committee member trying to run two both events a year I get it and I don't know how big their committee is but if they're already snowed under with work I can understand why it would just be Okay, we did it last year. Let's go again, but it would just be nice and just you know what, just take some extra people on the committee. I'm sure there's people that would more than happily join on that could just bang some ideas about and just you know make it make it go forward as a as an event.
0: Yeah, I think especially when you. I mean, I know we shouldn't compare, especially to like you know across the pond to the states, where there's really a lot larger force, money, and stuff. But when you look at theirs, it just looks so much better, doesn't it?
2: Like the way they and um, we we had a committee chatting over there in team and we said look can we is there any way we can get a trip out to America just to see how these guys are doing it you know let's see how it's being done can we implement anything and again if it's only marginal gains it's still marginal gains you know we're improving going forward Um, but I'd love to go out there for a trip just to see what's going on. maybe throw down Richelinda Smith or
0: something (laughs) oh god yeah that absolute unit yeah was the, the least, the least technically, but strongest lifter I've ever seen in my life. Like, watching him lift is just like, what is going on? What is happening here? How is he I'm doing all, yeah. this?
1: We all move in weird and wonderful ways. not do, yeah. But if you've got freak strength, you've got freak
0: strength. Yeah, freak shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was like, I think was it the games last year, or the year before, he was catching all of his cleans basically on his toes. He's like one leg was on his toe, and I was like, what is he doing? How is he doing this? But it was like huge weight as well. It was like really competitive, like lifting weights. I was like, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's talk about that sapper games because that's obviously really interesting because. This year sounded like it was the best one it's been in terms. Of it was a two day event uh, instead of one, and we have obviously had that we've had that pause, didn't we? Where there wasn't a Sapper Games for a little while. I mean, how was the whole thing overall?
2: I mean, did it did it run pretty well, or um, as in the games or the both? Like a bit of both, I suppose. Yeah, really. I mean, sadly, I mean, I it was in Carrick, so it was like a seven hour drive in a in a truck doing fifty five mile an hour, full of barbells and plates. Um, so when it, once I got there, it was literally a case of setup. So in terms of how the event ran as a Sapper Games. I'm unsure. Everyone seemed happy, you know, and they had somewhere to sleep. So I guess that's always a (laughs) Um, bonus. But in terms of the ball, you know, making it a two day event instead of a one day event is an absolute no brainer. You know, we didn't fry the athletes on day one. However, we took them to a level where it was can you recover for day two? Yeah. So the the heat on Monday was outrageous, sort of 38 degrees setting up. The gym was slightly cooler, which was nice. But um, obviously, being 40 degrees Tuesday, we have to tailor the events. It was supposed to start with a five K loaded run. We talked about not doing run it, but it was meant to start with a five K loaded run, which uh even if we brought it forward to say like half six, we just it, it just couldn't work. So hmm. we tra- changed the first workout on the fly. Um arguably I don't know, some athletes would probably say it was harder, uh-huh, and they would have rather <laughs> done the five K run, but yeah, we are where we are. So yeah. So Day one went swimmingly um, and then obviously day two, they came in and moved a heavy barbell on day two. Um, and then at uh, event four, we then, there were 17 teams started and we cut to six in the semi-finals, the top six teams with princess semis. Um, and that's, that's where ultimately, as you know, not all of the athletes that turn up have, have competed at that level before. So what we don't want to do is, is set them tasks that were unachievable. So the semi-finals were really at the point where we could go, do you know what? We can crank the screw a little bit here. We should have sort of six of the best teams in, in the British Army, arguably. So, you know, we could have gymnastics movements, we could have rope climbs uh, and it was just a massive chipper and the team's absolutely annihilated, mate. Uh, and the crowds were starting to build then for the semi-final, which was nice to see because in our heads, we had this vision that the, the final was going to be something like the CrossFit Games, <laughs> like with loads of stadium the music <laughs> yeah. there and it would be sick. Um and then we cut to three teams for the final. By far, probably the best workout of the of the two days. So 75 cal buy-in as a team on the Assault Bike. And then 12 rounds of DT at RX weight split between the four as you saw fit. Okay. And then, you you know, like here in the games where you move your phone piece forward each round. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we had uh, 24 kilo kettlebells getting moved forward each round for that. And then it finished with think 15 um, bar-facing synchro burpees. Um, and then a sprint and the finish line, and there was there was probably about 150 200 people watching, it. and it genuinely like as soon as I because I was head judging as soon as I give the three two one go, it just went electric in that gym, like it that's was crazy. That's what you want, isn't it? Um, that's yeah, won, isn't it? Yeah, that's really... I wasn't competing really, you know. I'd, I'd rather have been there on the floor, but, uh, yeah. His way. I mean, that's how
0: it should be, isn't it? I mean, because you were there, weren't you, at the the live individual finals last year? Yeah. Um, and obviously, it was a bit different. We just come out of you know COVID and things like that, but that that was obviously dead. I mean, there was not much in terms of atmosphere compared to what you just described there. And obviously that was supposed to be like almost the pinnacle, wasn't it? Of like, a, you know, an individual event, you know, the final was supposed to be, you know, a big thing. And it just wasn't, there wasn't that buzz there. I mean, I don't know what you thought of it in terms of...
2: No, yeah, no, I felt, you, even as a spectator, I, I just, I was looking down, I think there was probably another five spectators <laughs> total, I and mean, then two vendor stores. And I was looking down <laughs> and you, you was like, absolutely smashing that third workout. And I was like, I feel sorry. Oh, yeah. but No noise, no nothing. No. Uh, yeah, I felt bad, but... I mean, hopefully this year, I have I have spoke to the committee about it, as in the Warrior Fit Committee, and said, look, you've got to think about changing this. So, fingers crossed, I'll make some changes and it'll, it'll be a bigger event, you know. And if they do a two-day, then people might stay overnight, I guess. We might get some bigger crowds. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. I think one thing we've got to mention as well, Ginger,
0: is that one of our listeners, Evan, I recall him saying that he got um most improved.
2: Yeah, so obviously, um. Managed to clean sort of hundred one ten 110 and a pair of ASICS trainers and then instantly from that point on known as ASICS for the duration of the camp. Yeah, yeah. But he did quickly then buy a pair of uh, Night Metcon Reacts, so kind of really let him off. But yeah, so since when was that? That was September last year. And he came, came to the games this year and genuinely like the improvement this kid's made is, it's outrageous. He needs to work on his body lifting, he moved back. And, you know, we've bought him on board to do that. And... um. Yeah, I just think give him give him another twelve months. You know, he will be it'll be chasing the likes of Richie Cummings. I think so.
0: Oh, I think yeah. 100%. I mean, I, sp- I I spoke to him. Um, yeah, I think it was yesterday I know, before I actually saying about how the we were talking about the individual open workouts and stuff and how he was he was quite self-critical and like goes, "Oh, no, I don't think I'm good enough to get there." And I said, "Mate, go for it." He's like, oh, no, "I don't know if I'm do it again." He goes, "I'm not going to get to the finals." And I said, "I said, mate, I said you you've got a good chance." I said, "You're a bit of a." he's almost like a typical workhorse isn't he where you just think he gets yeah. his head down and he just, he just Got grinds an and just, and he'll just yeah, and that, yeah I mean god I mean, we go back to that that power clean in Essex I was watching that thinking what is happening I was like what is going on like oh it was ridiculous um, but yeah I thought, I'd ben- I thought I'd mention Evan and how he listens to the show you know, I-, I think he actually because well, actually I won't spoil it I won't spoil it wait till the end wait till the end, wait till the end. We'll, keep, we'll keep suspense we'll keep the suspense going we'll keep the suspense going I know, right, we'll keep the suspense um If we move on to, well, you know what we're going to do, we're going to open up romance door because as I probably alluded to in the in the intro, you are a ginger fitness couple. So without stating the obvious that you are both ginger, you're obviously both a couple as well. So we're going to get into it. How did this all come about? Now, don't be shy. You know, we're, a, we're a nice to open. Our audience is very, I was about to say our audience is respectful, but our audience is total fucking carnage.
2: Um, but yeah, just, you know, how did it all come about? I mean, generally, I'd love to say there was like some real, story, like fairy tale story romance, like wine and dying. But
3: I'll I'll say something though. So obviously, we, um, we we were based in the same place in Northern Ireland together. Um, I'd seen him around the mess quite a bit, and he had this aura. Like every time he walked into wow. the room, everyone was like, "Hi, Ginge!" Like always smiling and happy. And I was like, "Who is this geezer? Like who does he think so he funny. is? Because he, he's obviously got this cocky walk. Everyone that knows him, he." he probably comes across as quite arrogant sometimes but oh. um yeah so i was intrigued
2: i love it it's a brilliant more
0: than
3: anything like yeah so i think i was probably the one that initiated conversation because i i can normally talk for england but i mean on this podcast by the sounds of it you're the one that's really chatty but maybe it's just with me he doesn't talk anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I remember that. laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> oh god man, well, yeah.
2: he's golden <laughs> um
3: so, yeah, I think I initiated a conversation and it was probably quite a few months really until anything we, happened.
2: Yeah, we started training together and stuff. And I mean, um, um, we'll, I'll tell yourself like she was slightly overweight at the time and was like, right, let's get this sorted. So she started training.
3: Yeah, because there was quite a nice little group that would go to the gym and train together. So I think that's what I needed. I needed a group of people to kind of go along with because um, it can be quite intimidating when you're starting something like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's how it really came about. Um,
2: and then the, pay- the 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 Instagram page was set up initially just to be a case of, it was accountability for Amberborn. And I was like, look, you, if you show the world where you're at now, that actually, I promise you in a year's time, you'll put on videos and you'll be like, wow, look how far I've come. And you know, that's what we've tried to do. We've, we've had fun with it. It's, I mean, I'm sure you'll look at other trainers page and theirs is clean, like they, they won't show you anything bad about their life. Like, we live life to the full we enjoy it we go on holidays you know we, we go out boozing we go and do stuff um but yeah it's all about moderation yeah i
0: think that's what that's the sort of impression i get from the page anyway it's quite a fun page isn't it there's nothing really it's almost yeah so it what i see now recently it's a, it's a it's a coaching page but it's still kind of it's like there's nothing really hidden it's almost like it's still your life it's your life isn't it really it's almost like that this is your life if you want to work with us you know this is you, you know who we are we're not hiding anything this is who we are if you want to work with us like, who we are then, yeah. let's go for it yeah
2: and I think I think, you know, there's so much hype in the industry about people saying, Oh, you know, you've got to, you can eat eighteen hundred calories a day, you've got to be rigid and clean your whole life. Like man, if she did that, life would be so boring, it's not even worth living. And I think and, and on our page just try to show everyone, you know, it's not all about that. You can still have a great time um while while living living well on training. Such. I mean if yeah, if we look at it from a results
0: point of view as well that tends to be the thing that works the most if you try to be too restrictive nothing really doesn't last very long most people do it for a bit and they go oh, "This is miserable i'm not doing this yeah. much longer mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for gotta sure love a caramel box today brilliant
3: <laughs> i saw like I you swerved the whole romance thing we just oh, said no, no, don't
0: we'll come back onto it we'll come back onto it i was about to pull this but i'll pull this back now so basically what i was going to say was is that amber described you having this this aura ginger almost like godlike. it sounded like very intense
2: so what i want to know is what aura what vibes are you getting off amber what? oh what <laughs> It was all it was, I mean, I feel like she just described it. I, she literally pursued me, stalked me. No, but what
3: did <laughs> oh, oh, Fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> is that
2: domestic he was asking for, Bill? <laughs> it's a mess, and she'd be hidden in the bush waiting for me to come past <laughs> out. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
3: Uh, no. But what like what was my aura when I was walking around?
2: Why are we having a domestic? No, I'm but that's right. what that's <laughs> why he asked the question. Like I'll right. answer the question. I'm happy, going up kidding, living life. Yeah, you know?
3: Yeah, but you
1: did you purposely walk on the grass to catch his attention? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, look at me, look at me, tell me off. <laughs> oh, love that. Yeah. Oh God.
3: Oh, actually going back to music, it's not a mess too because <laughs> I think the mu- the music was pretty rubbish. So I, I said to you, like, what music can we put on to that to make it more lively? Mm. So again, goes down to music. It is a big thing in all aspects of life. Because yeah. yeah.
0: Is that where the sparks start to fly and you realise, wow, we, we both just love music so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> all listening to Frank Sinatra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. God. Um, if, we, uh, if we move this on to the coaching stuff, which is obviously quite a recent thing, when when did that kind of, because that's obviously, I don't know how recent it was. I mean, I
2: only noticed it fairly recently, hence obviously getting you guys on this podcast. In terms of, it is a fairly new thing. Like, I say a fairly new thing and as you'll you know yourself, like I feel like through my whole time in the army, all I've done is actually been trained to be a coach or a manager. Like, mm-hmm. that is literally all we do, you know, bringing new people through the ranks, training them up to do a job, etc., etc. et cetera. And obviously, I've done it for quite a few individuals in the military previously, you know, like pointing me in the right direction. I'd go and train with them. We'd do technique stuff, etc. And then, obviously, went through the whole process in the army as well. And then people started just saying, look, have you ever thought about doing this? And he was like, we want to... But, we, you know, we considered it and then it was like, do you know what, what have you got to lose? And I'm a firm believer that if you know more than the next person, then you can teach them what you know. You know, it's, There's no point me going to try, take a games there wifely and try and train him. I mean, I'm sure I could be, I don't know, a bit of banter for him or something, but I'm not going to effectively train him. But if you know more than the person next to you, then, then 100% you should be able to give that knowledge on.
3: As um, I was gonna say, I think it came more apparent knowing obviously him being at 22 years knowing that we're not going to be in the army forever like what do we actually want to do when we leave because I'm an engineer and don't really want to be back on the spanners when I leave um and obviously we both enjoy fitness so why would you not want to do a job that you love and after seeing the journey I've been through and knowing the feeling that I have about how far I've come to be able to help someone else um and have that feeling I think I think it's quite a good thing so yeah it yeah, we were just a bit like, fuck it, why not? Let's try.
2: So we initially started. We got we got three clients on board, and we, you know, we took them. I gave them each eight individual training programs, but eight weeks of free. And I was like, well, go away, give me feedback on them. we'll do weekly check-ins and see how you're getting on. And it was just not not a case of can I do that because I already knew, like, I knew we could deliver. But it was a case of, are oh, my processes right? Is there anything else I need to dot them before I start saying. Hi right, guys, do you, do you want to start paying me? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's where it was at. So in terms of actual um, paying customers, probably only the last sort of three months. Yeah, I think the easy. turn of the just before or the turn of the year, we we sit delivering programs. So yeah, nice, absolute new is really in the world of coaching, o- online coaching, or being a trainer for money. Yeah, sure.
0: I think you said you said it because you kind of, you do find yourself in the army, don't you? So, I mean, I don't know if you remember this, Ginge, many years ago when I came on, I think it was my, B, my B1, I think I asked you for help with my snatch at one point. I think when I came, and I can't remember what exactly it was. I think I was watching you do it. And you were doing. so I was like, hey, he's got a pretty good snatch. This sounds really bad. He's got a really good snatch, there, <laughs> not he? Um, and I was like, come oh, on, my snatch is awful. So I was like, right. I said, oh, God, I've look at my snatch here. I said, what's going on with this? And I think the thing you said to me one was, uh, he goes, you-, you get any any contact there at all? And I was getting. I was literally the bar was about four about four inches away from me uh, from body. No <laughs> low- um, contact snatches, mate. Yeah, no- well, yeah. No contact snatches. is Pure. Yeah. But um, so I remember that. So you've obviously been, you know, you've always been available for for sort of. Coaching cues and stuff. I think it was a natural progression.
2: Yeah, um, I think you know we've we've both done the the level one, um, the level, so We've both done that, and I've now just finished off my weightlifting level two as well. So, you know, it's it's always been the pipeline. I've been a football coach for the last sort of five six years as well. So, I mean, I enjoy coaching. I enjoy seeing people improve and get better. Um, so, it was just I think it felt like a natural progression for both of us to just go. Yeah, let's just give it a go, see what happens, what's the worst that can happen.
0: Yeah. I think I was going to ask a question about what what makes you guys unique in this space because you, you guys are obviously fully aware there's so many different people out there who can do the same sort of coaching. But I think from my point of view is that it's almost like – I think people forget, they get obsessed with almost like qualifications and what they've done and all this stuff. But really, when people work for you, it's because they want to work with you as a person. I think what makes you guys different from a online presence point of view anyway is that it's quite – I said fun – it's a bit more, there's no barriers up there. You kind of know who you are. And I think that makes people more, like they feel like they know you when they're going to work with you, as opposed to some, maybe some PT say, you know, I've got level 45 in this, I'm level 50 in this, you know, I've won about 4 million competitions, come work with me. And, I'll do. and it's like, yeah, great. But then you just, you never see them for who they are. And you start to work with them, you go, God, you feel like you're really intimidated by them, you can't ask them questions. Or if you feel like you can just talk to these people, you find that people stay with you longer, that you enjoy it. And then, yeah, I think that's what, I mean, what, yeah. that, what would you say was your unique point?
3: probably is that i think i can yeah. get two for one it's it's different perspectives because i'm obviously the nicey nicey one and i'll think about their feelings whereas he's <laughs> i love that <laughs> a like, bit, a bit, <laughs> he's a bit tough on it no but i think your experience as well uh, the fact that we've been in the military we haven't just done this kind of fitness i think you you can um with your football coaching it it all sort of integrates
2: into one really I think so so I'll give you an example so some of we've got male and female clients clearly and being obviously male and female kind of helps as well because some people just generally don't want to work with the same sex or want to work with the opposite sex and you know what mm. that's completely fine because you know it's there there's the option you've got it um, but yeah I think I think just being being fun like down to earth living I'd argue what is a normal life instead of trying to Make a fake social media presence. I think I think that's the biggest thing. Man. Just being honest, really, like and, and generally caring about people getting back. Yeah, I like. I want to go back to that point you made there about
0: good cop bad cop, Amber, because I thought we need to explore this further. Because I was going to ask about how does it how does it work? Do people sort of work if you simultaneously? So we'll do a bit of role player. I want to imagine that Tom is one of your clients. Okay, He's just come in. Um, he's had a t- he's had a tough week he's, he's a bit of a backtrack he had a really good week here you know all his meals were sorted he you know he's- the,
1: this ain't roll yeah, <laughs> <It's true. laughs>
0: <laughs> but the last couple of days he's had an absolute nightmare so he's, he's gone off the rails. he had a really stressful couple of days at work he's gone back to all these bad habits i say boy well, you know less optimal habits i say not bad. it's all true, it's all true right um so he's had a bit of a bad time he's, he's, he's missed a couple of days day. he's missed a couple of days training as well it's, it's all gone it's all gone wrong so how would you approach him on a check-in both you together let's let's hear it good cop bad cop how'd it go
2: so, I feel like the, the the one that's going to initiate this conversation is 100% the amber. <laughs> so, what in this? Tell Tom. Yeah, Topsy yeah. yeah, t- 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 tos- Clyde, talk to him.
3: <laughs> oh, but saying that, he's always the first one to jump on the pipeline. Someone's missed a workout, <laughs> he'll be like, why have they missed it? Why have they not trained today? That must be a reason. I need to speak to him. And you sound like I'm a. Leftist. No, but obviously you're <laughs> yes. trying to help them. I'm just more of well, I'll sit back and do the other.
0: Oh, Tom,
3: Tom is Tom is God. nearly in
0: tears, Amber. I need. Tom is nearly cried at this point.
3: <laughs> oh, please don't cry on me, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to maintain eye contact with the camera now for the whole episode.
3: Well, that's. F- I feel under pressure because normally our check-ins are over whatsapp so i don't actually physically have to look at you so there's no pressure
2: tom. There tom, tom what's going on mate
1: well i've become addicted to these vapes uh i don't want to make it sound like uh you know i have a discount code for them but elf bar vapes currently 600 puffs per vape uh are on offer at the moment on amazon Prime.
2: Nice. why is that stopping you going to gym though mate
1: oh no i i, I just i i work in the gym i just don't like
2: training in them okay and and the two large pepperoni pizzas you polished off last night, were they part of the, the, the plan on my set? Has Bill been talking to you? <laughs> <off their> <laughs> <night>? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> now right. I'll tell you what
1: it was. It was uh, I had some oven chips, I'm afraid, and I had some meatballs I'm pretty sure were out of date.
0: Why do you keep looking around? they been watched.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. Had, now, do you know what it is? I know I keep on looking off, yeah. And this I'll keep on looking thing, off to the window.
3: Um, one thing, and I'll just be like, "Oh, well, that's all right. We all go off the wagon a little bit sometimes." And then after that comment, he'll pipe off and try and get him back in, yeah, in whip the chain again.
1: Yeah. How are you feeling, Tom? Comments such as like, "Oh, we you know who else eat meatballs," Hitler. <laughs> 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 and then like just going from there. Sorry, there's a fox that keeps running up and down my road, and it's making me really nervous.
0: Yeah. I can tell it. I'm just going really to shut the fin. <laughs> Yeah, shut your curb, mate. How are you feeling after that chat? Are you feeling? Are you feeling all checked in? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling? Are you back on the wagon?
1: I do. I mean, I'm craving a pizza now,
0: but yeah, back into more of a one rep max squat
2: match. So you have a good to oh go. god Squats. Squats
0: match. Hit go that on, sixty kilo deadlift, Bill. Oh yeah, that's such a really good point, guys. I mean, this is a bit of a running problem now. Um, we've spoke to many PTs who've come on the on the podcast. Uh, Tom's been stuck at sixty kilos on his deadlift for about five years now. Um, <laughs> we, we've tried, we've tried yoga, we've tried, you know, CrossFit coach, other CrossFit coaches. We've tried different, we've tried a cycling coach. Um, who else we had? We had, we had a new, you know a nutrition expert. For all these people, no, no one, no one succeeded. So I mean, basically, what we're asking for is a sales pitch. How do you reckon you can improve Tom's sixty kilo deadlift?
3: Man, the suck up.
0: Oh my Oof. god, Amber. I didn't expect that. From there you, you. go. We're having good Well, well bad who's copy. bad and yeah, Who's good I cop, cop, What's going
2: on here? If you're going to say that, what's what's Ginge going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, maybe, maybe we'll do some glute bridges or something, mate. glue With <laughs> some glutee
1: bands on or yeah.
0: something. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah just mount the fuck up, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's just mad that like, fuck Eat your pepperoni peach. Have you tried lifting heavier? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, have you tried, yeah, try pull harder. Pull harder, yeah, Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, wow. Just pull, just pull harder.
1: Words on my tombstone, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, pull harder. Love it. Oh, God. So I suppose it naturally brings on to what does the future hold? Obviously, the future for Tom is still being on a sixty kilo deadlift. But what about for you guys? You've got any? What about individually? Have you got any competitions lined up? And Amber, you've been on a what's your one of your programs? Isn't it a Scaled to RX? Is that right on your program?
3: Oh yeah, so that's the one we're trialing at the minute. Well, obviously yeah. I'm trialing. We've got a few yeah, people sure. on it actually. Um, okay, nice. Um, but yeah, I'm finding it all right. I think it's been hard trying to find competitions that suit us both because I don't think I'm confident enough to go into it individually. So it'd always have to be either a pairs or a team um, competition. But um, w- one of our local boxes, Shaftesbury, uh, has said about one, quite local to us anyway, but it's a team of six, and that's in October. So hopefully, if that if that happens, we'll be doing that. Um, but other than that, we haven't really got much lined up. We're always looking around, though, but it's, again, trying to... F- Find time in the calendar.
2: Mm. Try trying, trying to find time around the dates that she's already filled. <laughs> <you know>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, the cause, King, to get um, strength and depth going this year. I know we tried last yeah, year, we but, did, yeah, um, we are affiliated now, so we can actually run it from CrossFit 73, Free. So, yeah, I think that's the plan this year. That'd be a really good competition. That
0: how many? you see Quite a lot of people. How many was it? What was the number
2: we needed for that? You, you need twelve to go. Twelve, but mm. you can have up to twenty in interchangeable. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Not, no, no, not- looking, at, looking at last week, I think we we should have a decent crew, to be honest. Mm. It should be a good, good squad. I mean, it's great. I think, I mean, they've, even the
0: official army, Borth, like, I've always said that the, the engineers, of the sappers have always been like above everyone else in terms of pushing it and the level of athlete. Like if you look at our athletes in the core compared to anyone else, it's pretty um, yeah. it's pretty up there, I'd say. It makes
3: me jealous because I don't really know anyone in the Rimi that, that does it. Um, we have no committee that, that I know of. Um,
0: and it's quite sad, really. Maybe you just push it out, but maybe you just get out there and you know, you just put your foot down and go, right, I'm starting this committee now.
3: It's a job. I don't have time to do that. There's
0: mm. always, track there's always tracksuit. Track yeah, it is tracksuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't got time. Just playing football. yeah. said, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, oh, CrossFit God. is a gateway drug, so there must be eventually some kind of way you can worm it into the remy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, an accidental snatch in front of everyone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Leave a couple of knockos outside the block, or
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm waiting for knockos to be naffed. I reckon that'll be soon. No- knockos and <laughs> <laughs> I everything. Mean, rain, rain's obviously
2: made it in now. I was it rain? Oh in- really? Yes. Oh, the- I like
0: rain to be honest.
2: Catterick up at the uh, up at the games, they had, Um, they must have given rain loads of money. They literally had trucks of rain going all go around, just giving free cans out all- to everyone and anyone. Oh, rain has absolutely exploded, haven't they? Come out of nowhere, it's crazy. Wow, I've done really well. Yeah, are you still um?
0: Are you doing the individual? Open. I don't know. Yes. Like,
2: yeah, uh, uh, trial run, workout on Monday. Going to go and get in nailed tomorrow, video it. No, it's. Have realised exactly what the standards are after searching four thousand different places to get the same Ruby.
0: Oh, they've not done that again, have they? They've not. They've not given out like four different PDFs and <laughs> three different yeah, videos. Was, uh, nothing. Oh. Nothing's in the same place either. <sighs> yes. I thought we. I thought we spoke about this last year. We said like can we have one. One simple video that says this is. This is the workout. This is the standards. I, do it.
2: Reference it moving forward. You know. Oh God! Yeah. Well,
0: absolute <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. <God. laughs>
1: Or is it no plan survives contact? <laughs> oh,
0: God, here we go.
2: I'm it. I know. Disgusting. Oh, dear. Uh, Jackie, you'll qualify for the finals. Are you in the Masters. Yeah, I've gone Masters this year. Although, yeah. the thing is, I kicked off last year about the age of the Masters because they set it at 39 last year, which is ridiculous. You've mm. got to think anyone at 39 years old is probably literally just getting out in the army. And then to compete, for argument's sake, let's say this workout now. It's I'd say it's a cardio based workout. Mm. Why is a thirty nine year old competing with a, a twenty two year old, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they've moved it to thirty five. So I kind of I kicked off last year, they've changed the age to thirty five this year, so I felt like I had to enter the masters category. Although I am I have got time. and I'm talking with the idea of changing to the open category, but we'll see. Oh nice. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm. Yeah. So you on. Also in terms of future,
0: where would you say you're gonna go with ginger fitness couple coaching? Because you said obviously the army's not going to last forever. How many more years have you got left, Ginge? Really? I did. What were you thinking? Well, realistically,
2: probably two, unless unless we look at commission, but yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: too two, efficient. Do you reckon this will have an impact in terms of the coaching stuff, or this maybe
2: sort of influence your decision? If it if it goes well, then yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think. well Because I mean, at the moment, we we're not struggling, but it's. It's tight now with the amount of clients and we've got, you know, that I don't want to be at a point where I've got too many clients that I can't cater for all while I'm still trying to do a job as well. So, and that wouldn't be fair to anyone paying us any money. So I was we've kind of capped it at a number and said that's where we'll be until the right decision when we stay or go. What about you have are in the same boat, are you?
3: Yeah. I mean I'm sort of going with the slow. I'm very like happy, go lucky, just follow him and probably. <laughs> I'll leave when I'm ready to leave now, but i it's easy life, isn't it? I pl- I get a lot is, of time yeah. off. Well, i get a lot of time off of things so i can't really.
0: <laughs> literally
2: <laughs> just said about how busy a
3: job.
0: Yeah, like, like, uh,
3: it's uh, busy but other than
0: plenty of time um, to dream you could be
3: yeah oh. so um yeah like i said ideally it would be nice to, in a couple of years we'd love to we have spoke about it a couple of times opening our own box but again there's so many out there now it's finding a place where we want to live where there's actually room for it if it would even yeah. get um the amount of numbers that you need there but I mean, that would be great. I'd love that again, but it depends on where we want to base ourselves once we once we both leave. But we're still just trying to find our footing really with the whole coaching thing. We, we want to make a website, um, just all of our information's in one place. So um, I guess we just want to grow the coaching business really first and then we'll take it from there.
0: If you did open a box, what would you call it and would it be exclusively for gingers only? <laughs> <laughs> no but you get discount if you're ginger Discount. I-, I reckon that actually has to be a thing as well that would actually be quite a funny thing yeah
3: and ginger beards <clears throat> don't count it has to be head of hair <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: god yeah definitely
3: yeah. what would you call it i don't know what I, 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 I wouldn't want like like, to call it ginger
2: you know like um uh, <laughs> just... like, like crossfit crossfit aeon like all or nothing and you've got obviously got crossfit death for glory like i like those kind of names mm. I, I don't think i'd be like happy with i like crossfit blamford like
3: yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, a something full
1: on sort of skulls yeah. in the deck out and yeah
2: obviously yeah. Ellis has just opened up CrossFit Northman as well yeah. that's, that's quite a cool name quite that's a cool logo cool, yeah. yeah
3: but obviously the logo <laughs> would have to be ginger yeah
2: maybe yeah. say so. it's to do with Vikings or something
3: yeah that'd be. I reckon cool.
2: just, just your, your
0: two heads with like little Viking hats on just on the front <laughs> 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 It look like my little about to spill that. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. That we, we it? like
3: the because yeah. Boudicca or Boudica, whatever her name was, was ginger, so we could oh, do something go. like that.
1: I keep thinking about Bill talking about snatches earlier. I just keep thinking you could call it just yeah, red snatch or something. <laughs> oh or my that, god! Just, yeah, <laughs> but, red, snap, red snatch, snatch
0: CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't like That's it. My
1: idea. You heard
0: it oh. here first. <laughs> oh dear! Don't copyright that. All right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's something to write for a box though. Yeah. Don't
1: type that into Google. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Right. Guys, we'll move on to the final part of the show, which is our secret questions. Now, Tom, I think I stole yours earlier. Did I Did you I steal did, yours? yeah. God, what was it? It, was,
1: it? <laughs> it was actually going to. Well, originally, it was going to be the, uh, the opinion on a certain. <clears throat> mouthpiece in the Daily Mail. <laughs> However, I feel like I have to keep on going with this whole ginger thing. I, my secret question is, do gingers have souls? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs>
0: this is something
1: I've heard, you know, and it's just oh. something I want to be educated on.
0: Oh, God. educate! Oh, God. Evidence-based podcast.
1: I mean, there's a long pause here, so it's making me, it's, it's me realise that, you know, it's a question that requires a lot of thought
3: yeah i think of course we've got souls i think
1: <laughs> <I'm serious>. <laughs> <Heart>. <laughs> but
3: um but yes we do have souls just maybe can come across as quite heartless that's all yeah
2: i'd say like like that to the next level as well like yeah. I am genuinely like one of my worst traits is like being emotional or having or showing emotions yeah. i'm so bad. yeah i can see why it would come across that
0: I gathered <laughs> that when um, Amber said that your aura was godlike and then you called her a <laughs> a, 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 a ponce yeah. in a bush. Yeah, a stalker in a bush, yeah. I've got, got those what? vibes. I've got those soulless vibes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would you believe it? He's probably the softer one in the relationship than I am. Mm. So you've probably got more of a soul than I am.
0: Is that? Heard it if. it first, those <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, move this on here, we'll move this on Um So... I've got a couple. I've got one that's a two-parter, which might cause another domestic, and then I've got and then I've got another one, which is uh, is from Evan, as I alluded to earlier. So the first part is who's more competitive, and then after this, I want to establish who sulks more when they lose. It's obviously <laughs> quite closely linked. So who, 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 I think I know who's more competitive. Um, that's probably just because I know Ginge more than you, Amber. But,
3: uh, <laughs> I'd actually say I'm more competitive, mm. but I always lose, so I sulk a lot. <laughs>
0: All yeah. your like,
2: listeners, Ginger, uh, didn't agree with that. No, Yeah, I think in terms of like expectations for me, I probably set the bar like all the way up there. So when we come to if we're throwing down, even if do you know what? Even if I was in the gym throwing, throwing down against two five-year-old children, I would still want. To, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, a win is a win, like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, to that level. So equally, like if something doesn't go right for me, or I, I lose when I think I should have won, like genuinely, I'm in a I'm in a terrible mood. For, you, Probably won't Brilliant. go for that three days. Oh my God, wow.
3: Oh, so you're saying both of them for you? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's, hard, not- that's, compared, <laughs> right?
0: yeah, that's how competitive. Yeah, you've got to be better in this situation as well.
3: <laughs> but that's probably as well. I don't see that side because you always win against me, so you're always happy. So you don't salt that much when you're with me. Because you're
0: a loser. <laughs> I, you, re- like- I actually reckon we're onto a bit of a conspiracy here because of this this godlike aura that amber sees you injured. i reckon she's almost letting she's letting you win because she's like i don't want to upset his aura i don't want to damage the <laughs> the, the you know the glorious aura that he has i don't want to when he when he fails yeah, yeah. I love she, let, it. she lets you win
3: that's exactly is how that it. is that
0: exactly yeah. It. yeah we're on to we've got it we've got it so i'd highlight so this this next question So if you fair. this is more mild because sometimes we like to ask our listeners on the on instagram give us a question you want us to ask our guests um and we've had some awful questions i'll be honest where we had we had what, what was what we had before tom we had to, who was our guest and we have like some really nice guest on so i forgot i forgot it was and she it was all nice and chill we had a nice chat and I had to ask her something like would you rather have um what was it like nipples for fingers or fingers for nipples Alicia. Alicia, was Alicia (laughs) Alicia Alicia. yeah she did it quite well actually yeah yeah, but um, yeah I had to ask her that and it just came out of nowhere and I was like oh my god uh, she took it she she took it she took it like a champ Uh, to be uh,
1: fair it's always alright asking Squally's these questions there's no shame I dove straight into the RPC scale earlier
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, when it's uh, more normal people it's like oh god forbid Um, (laughs) normal people but this question right so Evan's asking, do we live in a society, or does the society live in us? Very deep. That is deep. What? It's deep. Yeah, there's actually a lot to that, actually. So
1: that was way too deep. I wasn't expecting that. Like.
3: <laughs> when you say "we," do you mean like everyone or everyone?
0: What? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Up. Well, we normally say we like we love to say on this podcast. We live in a society. Whenever anything is like just ridiculous.
1: Um, I'm definitely a part of society because I left a 2.5 kilo plate on the floor. Earlier on, join my shift yeah. No, I didn't have to, but I did anyway. God, we so we're
0: society. definitely all part of it. We're all part of it. But or is it living within us? Are we just a reflection of society? Really, yeah, it's a double negative, isn't it? Surely, because yeah, no, it love it. I think, I think you're, I think you're on yeah. Because as you, if we go back to the start of the podcast, we we'll go full circle now about the the recruitment drive. Is you know, it's got to be with what society is at the moment, isn't it? It's got to be what the, yeah, it's got so. to appeal to those people. And I feel like we live in a society, but we're a reflection of society. So it's, it's within a, within, us, within us all isn't it? There would be
1: no good without evil.
0: God fucking hell, Evan. what have you done to the end I of this know, podcast? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. So
1: when you see that person re-racking a weight that was left on the floor, it's because someone had to inherently be evil enough to leave that plate on the floor in the first mm. place.
2: There you go. That's... That's that. Oh, wow. This is becoming insightful, though. <laughs> this is because we have, oh, we've got really deep now, haven't we? Um
1: I somebody's going to throw a dick joke in there or something just to <laughs> lighten the joke. mood. <laughs>
0: No <laughs> right. Oh God. Well, thanks to Evan. You fucking dick. Right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there you go, nigga. There yeah. It's in there, it's in there. So thanks for joining us, guys. It's been a, been a lot of fun actually. And I think the best thing to ask now really is where can people get in touch with you if they want to join you on this amazing journey?
3: Um Instagram, Ginger Fitness Couple. That's probably the only place you can get hold of us at the minute, obviously until we've made the website. But yes, if you want to do any more, just go to Instagram.
0: Instagram. i'll link it down the show as well as so people can go click to that um if you want to go watch two ginger people throw some weight around one of them who has a godlike aura apparently um and the other one who's a bit of a pest but it sounds like Then head over to instagram and uh check it out i'm sure we'll have, have lots of brilliant. fun oh god anyway uh thanks guys um and we'll uh, speak in soon thank, as you, always, him,
3: thank so
1: you very not. much
0: for us. see you all later up. Bye. As always, thanks for listening. If you are new around here, we'd love for you to stick around and get stuck into our vast back catalogue. Hit that subscribe slash follow button and unleash the chaos of numerous different topics such as myths, diets, recovery methods, supplements, even more guests, and our most recent series, Is It Bad For You? So with that being said, we hope that you'll join us next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.